Good morning. Morning, John. After Ottawa has been dug out. No. We, what? That's no? not true. That they canceled <laughs> the school buses today. No. Yeah, they did. Again? Yes. Because they, the buses couldn't get out. Everything hasn't been plowed. And Man. And be able to get around to all the side streets. Oh, I didn't even hear that update. That's weak. That's weak. That's weak. That's weak, Canadians. I remember when our children were in school, we always drove our child to school when the snow days happened. I suspect a lot of parents are driving their kids to school. But I remember because in Ottawa, they shut it down mainly not for snow, but for ice, ice rain. And I remember them shutting down schools and no ice rain happened. Oh, yeah. Freebie. A free day. Because the weatherman can be wrong. Well, here we are on a Tuesday, Tuesday morning, getting geared up for what are, are we playing outside today? We were trapped. I snowblowed. You did, and and we did some shoveling. So that was felt like felt like a good activity. I felt like I did something productive. I removed snow from my driveway. Um, I was thinking of. It's good to break up your work day when you work on a computer all day. It's good to break up your work day by doing like mm-hmm. and going clear, outside. Yeah, it clears my head. I'm not a hiker in the snow by any means, but I would. Uh, I'll just go snowblow somebody's driveway. That's what I should do instead of going for a hike. It's really nice Service to others. Um, I was thinking this morning, what is the my favorite thing to celebrate? Like, what's the favorite genre of celebration? Is it birthdays? Is it weddings? Is it Christmas time? What's your favorite? I want to answer for you. What's mine? You don't care. You just you're just there for the food. I'm there for the food. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't like weddings because it takes forever to get to the food. <laughs> At least a birthday is like <laughs> you're arriving for the food. Mm-hmm. That's what it. Yeah, I think I like birthdays. You like to celebrate people's birthdays. I do like celebrating, like an individual. Mm-hmm. But I love. I like Christmas. I've grown to like Christmas a lot more. New Year's, I think, is more on this side of recovery. Is a little more individual and maybe a friend group. Uh, like we we used to go for dinner, Canada Day. I think we make it fun because. Well, we we I like to celebrate anything, really. So, uh, but it, but it, it does take effort. But I enjoy the like. So I have to be organized and like. But I do like to celebrate, and so sometimes I'm not very good at planning in advance. You just want to go to the party. You yeah. just want to be be at the party. <laughs> yeah. And so I've learned, like, oh, you can, it's easy, like, don't, because I would make it too big of a deal in my head and then not be able, like, just let myself down. And so now I can, like, just plan something, like, simple mm. but still fun and make it a celebration. Oh, so you're coming from the, the planning of the part, yeah. of the event. Okay, well, I'm just that, coming from the attending. Who's that fall on? Just, wow, well, that's I know, how, that's because how. Because you just attend. That's how self. I'm just looking at like what do I want to where do what what kind of party do I like the best? I I wasn't even thinking that Who way. Who plans that party? That's interesting that you would think of that. I I, w- I didn't think of planning Canada Day. We just do it. No. I know we that plan it. my parents. Have you ever seen my parents fight? No. No. I've seen Yes, yes. No, it's very I don't quiet. think I've seen Yeah. It, it's very discreet. But- but Carl, and it's my mom getting annoyed at my dad. I but remember Carl. my my mom would get frustrated and just be at wit's end. I know that she's been mad at the kids. That, you got that's well, a different for thing. Sure, Who, why not? Um, potato throwing and and whatnot. I remember because my dad would do elaborate things that. Should you pro- be telling this story? I don't. I think so. 
Um, one day while she was gone, he collected skids from the local business um, uh, community and grabbed a whole bunch of skids, tied them on the uh, station wagon, and built a um, built a greenhouse, yes, so to did. say, to keep the uh, pheasants that he got. Yes. Long story Even short, my backyard. mom came home. I, like I remember coming in on the scene, going like, "There's skids, pallets everywhere being disassembled." I'm like, oh, "Mom is not going to be happy." <laughs> I'm like, "What you building? Building a greenhouse?" I'm like, oh, it no. actually turned out to be really yeah, nice. It was like a shed. It was a really green, nice yeah, greenhouse it was, it was in their incredible. suburban backyard. I know, like with it, pheasants in it. Like with pheasants, in and it, he yeah. had an elaborate garden. The garden, yeah. I, I, he's like the urban farmer. Man, the sunflower seeds that were seventeen I, feet tall. I miss the garden, and I miss the fresh vegetables. I forget what my point was because there was a point about my mom having a bit of an argument. What were we talking about? Celebrating, and I don't know how you moved over to this i don't i can't even planning i can't even oh yeah my mom loves to have people over (gasps) but then does so much work in the planning so i've i've seen them have little like little um so did he have skids disassembled and she was nana over over? i think no nana in the past has overextended and has lots of people with lots of food i know covid has changed all that but um she, she yeah she loves to make a hot dinner and have people over and I think I think the other adult would rather not have that happen, and so then the busyness of my mom, and so I I, I know that there's been a little bit of, but you know if you can but build that's the same with us, you'd rather not, and I that's like true. to have people over, and I will overextend myself like, and not, she's way better at having people over than I am, but like I wasn't we have to leave room for improvement for everything we do very so then my my issue that I need to work on mm-hmm. is that I think that when you do the planning and and um, have all the people and the food then that person should be liable to help clean up and I find like I I can sit there going like well it's never gonna get idea. clean I wasn't my <laughs> was my idea I don't have to help so I need to get better into the knowing when to clean up because that's confusing like so do you clean up while people are there no. i believe see that's a different value i believe that you're supposed to clean up and then visit um there are going to be some people that visit right away but then there's a couple people that are cleaning up and so then when people go home at 10 o'clock or nine o'clock you, you don't have to clean up the kitchen by yourself see that's where the theater comes in so, where I have an expectation for the kitchen to be cleaned at a certain point of the party and you don't. But Seven minutes of insight into our marriage. Oh, yeah. This is how uh, World War Three's happened. Just, <laughs> just, just a simple thing of when and how, who's cleaning up the kitchen. But the, we're just selfishness at the core of it. I just need to clean up the kitchen. I Where was I lately? And somebody said, don't clean up the kitchen to their partner. Nowhere, because we've been home on lockdown. But I thought that was interesting. (laughs) (laughs) We're not on lockdown. We're allowed to go. All right, read our reading. We're, Megan, I forget where you are. I think you're out west. But we are currently on... A five-person household. Five. You're not allowed to have more than five people Okay, so where we were... We can have the different five people every single day. But we don't do that. But where we were, it was... The the person was told not to clean the kitchen. And I was like, oh, interesting. 
Because the value is to visit and then clean up after. Their kitchen was pretty clean, though, because you're, you're also very good at cleaning up as you go. Mm. So is our son. He's very good at cleaning up as you go. Yeah, because we're so, all martyrs, because at the end, we're like, oh, we're going to have to clean it anyway. <laughs> That's a good discussion of, like, the value that two people have. And maybe we need to talk about that off camera of coming to, like, when yeah. we have people over, what do we do? Yeah. And I feel like we've done a lot better at that in recent years. We also don't host. Yeah. Obviously. There's been no one in our house. <laughs> we very haven't few been hosting like we used to. to and the people who do clean. come help clean. Help clean. Yeah. It's beautiful. All right. I We're going to read from one day oh, at a time. Oh, Megan's in BC. Oh, yeah. We're going to read from one day at a time in Al Anon. I belong. And Al-Anon is the family groups of Alcoholics Anonymous. I just know that we have some regular watchers who watch because they can relate this to the rest of their life. They don't necessarily identify with having an alcoholic in their home. I belong to Al-Anon in order to learn how to live at peace with myself and others. To this end, I have a responsibility to my group members never to reveal anyone's secrets. I must protect the anonymity of my fellow members and their families. Only in this way can I help my group grow in its capacity to help others. Above all, I will never identify a story by a personal name, just as I want to be assured that others will not repeat what I say at meetings or what I tell another member in confidence, so I will guard against indiscretion. Today's reminder. Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles above personalities. This twelfth tradition by which we try to live should be kept in mind by all of us at all times. It is the secret of success in the Al-Anon way of life. A, There's a quote, a proverb, a proverb, a talebearer revealeth secrets, but he that is of a faithful spirit concealeth the matter. Glad I didn't have to read that. Um, there's a lot of depth there. It they're, is, they're pointing in one direction. It's a much broader concept or principle than only being applicable in AA or Al-Anon. Yeah. Let me just and, say that. And here's my journey with that concept. The concept it starts as anonymity. a word. Yeah. When I started uh, attending 12-step meetings, I you know me and my language skills and reading. Anonymity is a horrible... Like, I used to dread when they pass it around and I'm like, I had to read anonymity. So it all you started there. You can say there. it now, though. But anonymity. When I focus on it, I can't. Um, and and so what they're what they're talking about is, I think, gossip. More of um, I know that when we're in addictive um, cycles, we are telling everybody everything because we're the victim and we're, our lives are so hard. And if she did this and if he did that, and so we're always kind of divulging private information. This is talking about. And you can you can speak on that. Well, I think there's anonymity. The concept of like what's gossip is a really strong word that actually like has such a negative connotation that it's easy to dismiss what I'm saying by thinking, oh no, I'm well intentioned, and so this isn't gossip. So I think that a concept that I try to focus on is this isn't my story to tell. Is mm, this mm, my mm. story to tell, oh, I like that. or am I telling someone else's story? Because I need to just, I, I need to tell my story and I don't need to repeat other people's stories or concepts or anything. Um, and so that's one concept that comes up in this reading. 
and there is a certain level of like excitement or involvement or um, mm, drama that some of us may gravitate towards. And so it's actually like a really, really good practice um, to really buckle down and be way more strict about telling other people's stories. Be tight on your tongue. Yes, exactly. So then my, another experience that I had with this running a treatment center for nine years, especially at the beginning, because I, you would pick me up after work and I like, I would have a hundred stories and there's so much like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be talking about like personal stuff, but I know that I've done that. Where it's like there's so much, like you're in the locker room with a bunch of guys right. all day. And they're like, I would share like spiritual experiences and that kind of thing. But I think I could get, I think I have got caught in telling you too much mm-hmm. stuff where it's like, I need to leave that over there. Or if we're being sponsors, I need to keep, I, I have to keep it very private, very anonymous and, yep. and not use names. But I love it when people are able to use circumstances and situations oh i had this guy over here he didn't believe in god but when he came you know the i i heard one guy sharing a story he, he couldn't understand a concept of god but so then his concept was thor and he got the a big hammer tattoo and then the sponsor was saying like a year down the road the guy called him and said i'm getting baptized and the the, the whole concept of god has changed so i think that's good but private details so that's the difference between talking about our recovery and talking about like the stories and like the chaos and the drama. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. when we're in a recovery focused program and when we're in like a healing focused environment and we're talking about like transformed lives, sometimes people will give us permission to, to share parts of their story or they will share publicly parts of their story. And it's not to bring like to show how great they are, but it's to like bring out concepts of recovery or to talk about how great God is and what God has done in their life. And so they'll be willing to talk about that stuff publicly. And I think a good reminder is not using names. And Mm -hmm. then um, I think keeping people's people's recovery sacred, Mm -hmm. um, but being able to use case studies almost. But Um, we, we, we should still ask. I still ask for permission. I think it's really important to ask people for permission and to stay recovery focused. Because the concept of anonymity isn't just about like each person in the program is anonymous and we better not ever divulge that we're in AA or that we're in Al-Anon. That's not what it's about. The program is saying like, this is an anonymous program. Every person in this program isn't like going to be the be all or end all. This program is about recovery. And so who's who's this program really about? It's like us as a collective mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and it's about and here's the home run for anonymity um, is that we, as as God's children, remain anonymous and we point to him. Mm-hmm. So this is a God-centered program, not a human-centered program. So it has nothing to me. I, 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 you give me permission to grab your hand and put it in the hand of God. Right. And so that's kind of what they were saying in the early days. It has nothing to do with your name or how great you can speak or what your shares are. It's mm-hmm. all about God. So it's mm-hmm. like everything that I am supposed to be doing, I remain anonymous and make God famous. Mm-hmm. The only reason I'm sober today is because of God's grace. I don't have the power to stay sober today. And when you learn this lesson the hard way, it's a very I, I humbling I've experience. been called out on it 
um, running a rehab center and been encouraged to keep my mouth shut. And I made lots of mistakes and um, have had to make amends for having a loose tongue sometimes. And then there's also people who who did not want me to talk to them. And so, because that's how badly they were hurt. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, that feels like... Real, that still feels like a bit of a painful spot for me sometimes. And so the only way that I can make amends is by making sure that that's how I live my life now. And we take credit for God. We need to stay anonymous and give the credit to God. Mm. It's so easy to do. I work with all these people. Oh, I led this person into a spiritual... Mm. It has nothing to do with us. Mm. Um, we leave you with that. Um, let's remain anonymous. I, I think it's a great meditation because everybody can have a, a, a separate nuance of what it means for them to be anonymous. All right, keep the peace. Be what of good can behavior. Celebrate next. Oh, I think we got birthdays coming. We do have a couple of January birthdays in <gasps> our some, family. Yeah, and we get to celebrate Lunar New Year. We're going to celebrate Chinese New Year. Know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Find something to celebrate. We, once we celebrated the, um, it so slipped my mind, the Jewish... Um, Hanukkah. No, no. no Passover. The, the big party. No. The Seder. Seder dinner. We did. Because we had some Jewish people in our community. Yeah. And that was a party of food. And then the we're doing the Chinese New Year because we have some... It's, yes. it's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So reasons to party. Have a great day. <laughs> Thanks Bye. for joining us.